You're listening to the feed. This is the feed. This is the feed. The feed. You're listening to the feed. In Markham. In Richmond Hill. You're listening to the feed in Vaughan. In Stouffville. In Woodbridge. In Unionville. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. I'm Station Manager Tina Fortes, and this is The Feed. We are York Region's only news magazine show dedicated to the issues and events that matter to all of us who live and work here. Well, this is it. Can you believe it? The last weekend before we cast our ballots in the federal election and decide who will occupy the 338 seats in the House of Commons. Throughout the show today, we'll take you inside the ridings across York Region to help you decide who gets your vote and who the next Prime Minister will be elected to the 43rd Canadian Parliament. Last weekend, an estimated 4.7 million people voted in advance polls. What do you need to know before you cast your ballot? Afwaba with the facts from Elections Canada. October 21st is Election Day. Who will you vote for? And uh, before that... I hope you have all of the information armed in terms of how you will vote. But if you are still not sure as to the options that are available to you on that day and to make sure you have all of the credentials you need, I have the perfect person joining me to chat today. None other than the spokesperson from Elections Canada, Nathalie de Montigny. Nathalie, thank you so much for joining me today. It's my pleasure. All right. Wonderful. So, um, of course, October 21st, that's uh, on a Monday and that is Election Day. If you could just uh, let us know. Uh, for voters, what do they need when they are heading to the polls? Well, the best thing is if you received your voter information card um, that was sent to you um, early October, um, you have all the information that you need in order to vote because it will tell you where to vote. Um, and uh, it, it will tell you also, you will have the, the phone number of Elections Canada if you have any questions. So you can bring that with you, actually, and it will be easier and faster to vote. Okay. Um, and then just in case somebody doesn't and have an information card uh, to register and to vote, um, what are the credentials behind someone that needs to vote on that day? Yes. If you did not receive it, then you uh, can go to Elections Canada website and you can input your postal code and um, it will give you the location where you can go and vote. So you can go there and to register or to vote, you will need to um, bring some um, identification. And so check, you know, before you, you, you go to the polls, um, you know, check what you have in your wallet. If you have a driver's license, for example, you're good to go. That's what, you know, 86% of people use the driver's license and they're good to go. If you don't have a driver's license, then you can actually, you need to see what else you have, a banking card, a credit card, that's good because has your name on it. If you need, uh, you can get a banking statement to have your name and address on it. Most of us do banking now um, electronically. So if you just um, have access to it electronically, not a problem. You can bring that and you can show it on your phone. Awesome. Okay. So there's even the electronic sign to this in case uh, people don't have their papers with them. So that's great news to know. Yes. Um, and there's more options on the on, on the website. So if you're not sure, you know, just consult the website. There's many more options um, you you can um, bring with you. 
Okay. And uh, just to be clear for um, anyone who is uh, maybe just wants to know to vote on that actual day, you have to be a Canadian citizen, um, at least 18 years old and uh, proof of identity and address, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You have to do that. And just a little numbers for you, if you're interested, I can tell you that there's 26 Point nine millions of electors registered on the on the list. Um, so across Canada, there is going to be seventy one thousand polls open that day. So that's the boxes. You know, they can, there can be many polls in in one location, but that gives you an, an idea. And on election day, we uh, are going to be three hundred thousand election workers. Uh, working that day, um, for that one day, Elections Canada becomes the largest employer in Canada. Wow, I had no idea about that. That is great news to hear. And of course, because of uh, um, the importance of the the event on that day, I mean, it's no wonder why it's uh, it's literally all hands on deck. Everything and every uh, everyone has to be on their their A game, if you will, on that day. Yes, and I guess it is. Uh, what Elections Canada is all about, it's um, to make sure that voting um, process is um, easy to access for all uh, Canadians. Perfect. Um, and then just quickly for voters who um, um, need uh, extra help or accessibility, is that available to them on that day? Yes. Uh, if you have your voter information card, it will be indicated on there if uh, the polling that you have to go to um, is uh, accessible. And if not, then you can phone Elections Canada and uh, we can arrange something for you. The polls open at 9.30 in the morning and close at 9.30 at night. So you have 12 hours to vote. Can workers leave work um, and, and be able to vote? Is that, is that okay? By law, you have three hours to go and vote. So within your employers needs to give you three hours within that 12 hours. So depending of how much you're working, uh, if you're finishing at five, then you still have four hours to go and vote. So that's not a problem. If you do not have a window of three hours, then you should, uh, your employers is obliged uh, to give you a window of three hours. Where can residents go if they need more information about uh, election day? Okay, so yes, go to the Elections Canada website, elections.ca, or they can call the 1-800-463-6868. Listeners, you have no excuse now. You have all of the information that you need. Go on out there and cast your vote. Natalie, thank you. Polls are open from 9.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. on Monday. And yes, you can register to vote at your polling station. This is a special federal election edition of the feed on 105.9 The Region. Throughout the show today, news anchor Galit Solomon takes us inside the ridings across York Region. Our first stop, Markham Stouffville. With a high-profile incumbent... My name is Jane Philpott. The writing of Markham Stovall is shaping up to be the one to watch. I am an independent candidate in the writing of Markham Stovall. During the 2015 federal election, Markham Stovall voters elected Dr. Jane Philpott, at the time a liberal candidate, to represent them in Parliament. In March, Philpott resigned from her position as Minister of Health following the SNC-Lavalin scandal. She later gave up her position as President of the Treasury Board and was kicked out of caucus the following month. 
Philpott is now running as an independent. How much of an impact do you think you can make as an independent? An independent member of parliament can have a very big impact, of course, particularly if we end up in a minority government situation, which many people are expecting. But regardless, I know that I will be one of the few members of parliament that will be able to speak up completely freely on behalf of my constituents. Rival candidate Dr. Hal Berman, who is running for the NDP in Markham Stouffville, agrees. Most of constituency work actually has nothing to do with party politics. And so it is just as possible, possibly even easier for an independent member of parliament to provide very good service to a constituency. Nearly 88,000 residents in this riding are eligible to vote. Running against Philpott and Berman is the former chief medical officer of health for York Region and liberal candidate Dr. Helena Jasik, who served as a member of provincial parliament for three consecutive terms in the riding of Oak Ridge's Markham. One of the uh, dominant topics of conversation is uh, affordability, specifically of things like child care and post-secondary education. Jasek says voters in her riding are happy to hear about the increase in the Canada Child Benefit. On the post-secondary side, that the Canada student grants are going to be increased and the Canada student loans are going to be increased. And also some of the rules around those uh, uh, loans are changing so that people don't have to re- pay until two years after they graduate. That period will be interest-free, and then they don't have to repay until they're earning $35,000 a year. Affordability is a major theme in the 2019 election, not only in terms of education, but also when it comes to housing. Berman says the Liberals have fallen short of delivering for voters in his riding. Affordable housing, high rent, high price for housing are very important in the riding. He explains the NDP has a plan for tackling the issue of housing affordability. We would move to get a half a million affordable housing units built in the next 10 years. We have a plan to help uh, renters right now with up to $5,000 a year in tax credits for those people who are having difficulty paying their rent. We've talked a bit about making it easier for first-time home buyers by increasing the length of amortization to, of, a, of a mortgage to 30 years instead of 25. Meanwhile, Green Party candidate Roy Long believes it's becoming more and more difficult to ignore issues related to climate change, a topic his party was founded on. There's 62,000 jobs in the oil industry, which sounds like a lot, but there's four times as many in green energy. So if we invest, and I don't mean spend, invest in green energy jobs, retrofitting houses, making houses and factories more affordable or more energy efficient, then that's going to uh, help our environmental footprint, but also it's going to help with jobs. For Philpot, transit across her riding and beyond is a big issue. There's a very particular project that I'm quite interested in, and that is the possibility that Via Rail will put on new passenger lines in the area that will run new passenger trains going from Toronto right through Markham Stouffville riding on to Ottawa and Montreal. And this would be a high frequency rail. Once again, the candidates running in the riding of Markham Stouffville include incumbent Dr. Jane Philpot, who is running as an independent, Dr. Helena Jasset representing the Liberal Party, Dr. Hal Berman running for the NDP, Roy Long on behalf of the Green Party, and Jeremy Lin for the People's Party of Canada.
You're listening to a special federal election edition of The Feed on 105.9 The Region. Our next riding profile takes us to Aurora, Oak Ridges, Richmond Hill. Do you know who you'll be voting for in this year's federal election? Not really. Canada's 43rd election is just around the corner, and yet many voters across York Region are still... I really don't know who I'm voting for. Undecided. It's something that candidates like Aaron Brown, who is representing the NDP in the riding of Aurora, Oak Ridge's Richmond Hill, are hearing when canvassing door-to-door. A lot of people are saying, you know, my vote doesn't mean anything. With nearly 80,000 eligible voters in Aurora, Oak Ridge's Richmond Hill, there is no question it's a significant riding for all parties, but especially the liberals and conservatives. The incumbent, Leona Alislev, who is running for the Conservative Party of Canada in this election, ran as a liberal in 2015 and won her seat. In September 2018, Alice Lev crossed the floor to join the Conservative Party of Canada, citing disagreements over foreign affairs and the economy. When asked what voters are telling her as she canvasses now, Alice Lev says these two issues are still front and center. In my writing, it certainly is around taxes and not only what the government's taxing, but what they're doing with those tax dollars. It certainly is around debt and deficit and how the country is is lagging further behind and spending beyond its means. They're, believe it or not, very concerned about international relations and our Canadian image on the world stage. Former business executive Leah Taylor-Roy is the liberal candidate. She believes the toughest issues in her writing are very different from the ones her conservative rival cites. I think people are concerned um, with affordability in the riding. We're also hearing about concerns, especially from our seniors, of um, their retirement plans and how they're going to find a place to live and afford their retirement. Um, and of course, the environment is a big issue in the riding. An issue that's been largely ignored by the Liberals, according to both Green Party leader Elizabeth May and local Green Party candidate Tim Fleming. At the core of the, the Green Party's platform is not only the uh, the commitment to be 50% less carbon emissions by the year 2030, but to, to be totally carbon emission free by the year 2050. The Green Party, in fact, released a 20-step climate action plan, which addresses how the party plans to get Canadians to that goal. From climate change to affordability, taxes, deficits and foreign affairs, voters in the riding of Aurora, Oak Ridge's Richmond Hill have a lot to consider as they vote for their next MP. Once again, running for the Conservatives is incumbent Leona Alislev. The Liberal candidate for the riding is Leah Taylor-Roy. The NDP is represented by Aaron Brown. Running on behalf of the Green Party is Tim Fleming. The Conservative candidate is Priya Patil. And on behalf of the Libertarian Party, Serge Karovutsin. This is a special federal election edition of The Feed on 105.9 The Region. Throughout the show today, we visit the ridings across York Region, including our visit to the riding of Richmond Hill. Do you know who you're going to vote for in this year's federal election? Uh, I do not, know. Do you know who you'll be voting for in this year's federal election? To be honest, no, I don't. With all the drama brewing in the riding of Richmond Hill, where nearly 81,000 people are eligible to vote, it's no surprise that residents we spoke with are still undecided. I don't know yet. Do you know of any issues in your riding that you'd like to see addressed? 
No. Some would argue that local issues have been trumped by tensions between liberal incumbent Maja Johari and former Richmond Hill member of provincial parliament Reza Moridi. Moridi served as a provincial cabinet minister under Kathleen Wynne. According to reports by a local Iranian publication and the Toronto Sun, Moridi has thrown his support behind a number of York Region Liberal candidates, but plans to vote conservative within his own riding. According to the publications, the reason for his decision has to do with politics in Iran, where both Moridi and Johari were born. Johari is up against conservative candidate Kostas Menegakis, who had to play musical chairs last year after the riding he planned to represent as a conservative went to a fellow candidate. In 2015, Menegakis ran as the conservative candidate in Aurora Oak Ridge's Richmond Hill and lost to then-liberal candidate Leona Alislev. In 2018, he won the nomination to run again as a conservative in that riding. But when Alislev crossed the floor and joined the conservatives, Metagakis stepped down, choosing instead to run in Richmond Hill. Requests for interviews with the liberal, conservative and NDP candidates for the riding of Richmond Hill were not returned. We did hear back from the People's Party of Canada's candidate, Igor Tvorogov, he says there are a number of pressing issues in his riding. The top one issue, I would say, is the uh, affordability uh, of life. Uh, so, And uh, the second uh, issue, which uh, kind of ties into that, is uh, the growing uh, national debt and uh, the excessive gov- government spending. Uh, and uh, the third issue is uh, immigration. The PPC has been criticized for its extreme right-wing views on immigration. Tvorogov says the liberal so-called open-door policy on refugees is an unfair system when it comes to immigration. They simply think that it's unfair that uh, they had to go through a lengthy process of uh, filing their paperwork and then uh, waiting for their request to be processed. Uh, but then uh, the legal immigrants uh, who come in uh, through uh, Roxham Road, uh, they basically jump the line, but uh, they get uh, uh, more benefits uh, than and, uh, government aid. Once again, the liberal candidate in the riding of Richmond Hill is Maja Johari. Kostas Menegakis is running on behalf of the Conservatives. Adam Davida is the NDP candidate. Icha Koli for the Greens and Igor Dvorogov for the PPC. As we get set to go to the polls on Monday, we visit the riding of Vaughn Woodbridge. That's next on The Feed. Traffic congestion and roads infrastructure. These are contentious issues across York Region and especially in the riding of Vaughn Woodbridge. In making transit a more affordable and more convenient. There's like way more traffic. With a population of 115,000, 79,000 of whom are eligible to vote in the upcoming federal election, it's sure to be one of the deciding factors for voters here. And this issue is not lost on local candidates running in the election, including environmentalist and NDP candidate Peter DeVita. The North-South Corridor, is that, that's really a big problem. And Dominic Montesano of the People's Party of Canada. 
that uh, it's very hard to get around, even though we're in a suburban community. The boundaries for the riding of Vaughan Woodbridge were redrawn and came into effect when the red dropped for the 2015 federal election. One of the main reasons for the changing boundaries had to do with population growth. We need to continue to uh, speak with Canadians, to listen to Canadians. An economist by trade, Francesco Sorbera became the first MP to represent Vaughan Woodbridge in 2015. He points to the party's track record on economic growth and job creation. In Canada today, we have an unemployment rate that is a near 40-year low. Uh, we have uh, lifted 900,000 Canadians out of poverty and uh, over 1.1 million jobs created. Sorbera is hoping to be re-elected, but longtime broadcaster and community advocate Teresa Cruz, who is representing the Conservative Party of Canada in the riding of Vaughan Woodbridge, is concerned about the country's rising deficit and housing affordability issues, especially in her riding. Cruz believes her party has the answers to some of the hurdles faced by voters in her riding, especially the senior population. We're offering tax credits for, uh, you know, $150 per senior which will help a little bit, but also, too, getting that GST off the home heating and abolishing the carbon tax that's costing them $1,151 a year. For the riding's NDP candidate, housing affordability is the number one issue. We realize that uh, our, our children and grandchildren cannot afford to buy a home in, in the neighborhood where they grew up. Uh, that's a really big impact. Montesano says the People's Party has its own unique plan to combat affordability issues in Vaughan Woodbridge. We're the only party that's calling for a true reform of taxes where we're going to have three brackets. So the first 15000 uh there will be uh, no taxes, income tax on the federal side. Uh, then from 15 to 100,000, you would be taxed at 15%, and anything over 100,000 would be at a tax bracket of 25%. The party also wants to get rid of the capital gains tax. Another hot-button issue in this election is immigration. Between 2018 and 2020, the Liberals committed to welcoming nearly one million new immigrants and refugees to Canada. While unable to comment on the numbers, Cruz believes immigration must be properly regulated in order to ensure a minimal strain on the system. The Conservatives have always handled immigration in a fair, orderly and compassionate manner. And that is what we need to do. We're extremely concerned about the backlog that has happened in the immigration cases with the open door policy of Justin Trudeau and the Liberals. The PPC's Montesano believes the only way to ensure an orderly immigration system is to cut back on those numbers. We want to promote a sustainable immigration policy by bringing down the immigration numbers to 100 to 150,000 uh, a year will be able to uh, combat all those issues. Voters in Vaughan Woodbridge have a lot to consider. Once again, the candidates running in the riding are Liberal incumbent Francesco Cerbera, Conservative Teresa Cruz, NDPer Peter DeVita, PPC's Dominic Montesano, and Green Party candidate Raquel Fronti. listening to a special election edition of The Feed on 105.9 The Region. And just a reminder, polls are open on Monday from 9.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Take your voter registration card and ID. We continue our focus on the ridings across York Region. Next stop, Thornhill.
Do you know of any issues you'd like to see addressed in your area? The housing crisis, how it's increasing in the prices and we're not able to afford anything, really. The housing crisis and affordability are just some of the issues on the minds of Thornhill residents, a riding with more than 81,000 eligible voters. Conservative incumbent Peter Kent says most voters in his riding are paying at least $800 more in taxes this year than they did in 2015, when his party was defeated by the Liberals. There are a lot of issues in this campaign, but certainly in, in Thornhill and other places I've campaigned, uh, affordability is is really important. Not just not just getting by, but people want to be able to get ahead. Kent believes his party's 2019 platform addresses this problem by proposing universal tax cuts, expanding senior tax benefits, removing the GST from home heating bills, and reintroducing the transit tax credit. Speaking of transit, Kent says Thornhill residents are satisfied with the Conservative Party's commitment to a subway that would run through his riding. I've been receiving uh, uh, many positive uh, responses in the last few days to Conservative leader Andrew Scheer's commitment to make extension of the Young Street subway line uh, a priority. Kent has held the riding for three consecutive terms since being elected in 2008. He is now running for a fourth term. The riding was held by the Liberals from 1997 when it was first formed until Kent captured it. The Liberal Party is hoping its 2019 election candidate for Thornhill, Gary Gladstone, will steal the seat back. The three biggest topics that I'm hearing about are seniors, health care, climate change, and there is an absolute fear that the Ford cuts that we're experiencing now will translate into federally should Prime Minister Trudeau and Liberal Party not get re-elected. Gladstone believes government must protect the most vulnerable Canadians, including seniors and children, two groups he says the Liberal platform will protect if elected again. We've been investing in people, lifting uh, well over 300,000 uh, children out of poverty, with the Canada Child Benefit. The Liberals also plan to increase pension payments by 10% at the age of 75. Another hot-button issue in the writing, according to one voter we interviewed. Immigrations and how many immigrants we're accepting. The Liberals have committed to welcoming nearly 1 million new immigrants and refugees to Canada by 2020. In fact, Gladstone was part of a group that sponsored and helped a family of seven settle in the GTA. They have thrived. Uh, their English is now far superior than it was thanks to the support of the English as a second language program. They're now working, they're contributing to the economy, but more importantly, their lives have been saved. Kent believes in an immigration and refugee policy that doesn't strain the system. Our Conservative Party, the Conservative Party since Confederation, uh, has always um, placed a very high priority on immigration, but it must be orderly and it must be fair and it must be, in the case of uh, refugees, uh, compassionate. A conservative government's refugee policy will focus on those refugees around the world who are most at risk at, of persecution, uh, threat to life. Josh Rackless is the Green candidate in Thornhill. He points to the environment and climate change as top priorities. He says the tax breaks offered in his party's platform are a great incentive for voters to go green. I like the idea of the carbon tax, which just forces businesses to get more efficient and uh, 
we also get a, a credit back, so it's not actually costing people. It's, it's it actually gives you more control over what taxes you're paying. From housing affordability to seniors, immigration, and climate change, voters in Thornhill have a number of issues to consider. Once again, the conservative candidate in the riding is Peter Kent. Gary Gladstone for the Liberals. Sarah Petrucci is running on behalf of the NDP. Josh Rackless for the Green Party. And Liron Alshek for the PPC. This is a special federal election edition of The Feed on 105.9 The Region. Today we're visiting the ridings across York Region. We move now to King Vaughan. With more than 50 candidates vying for the federal seats in York Region's 10 ridings, you've likely had a visit from at least one candidate in recent weeks. And if you live in the riding of King Vaughan, it's possible you met Liberal incumbent Deb Schultz. I've knocked on thousands of doors. That is, that is what we do in campaigns is to try and reach as many people as we can. A former city of Vaughan and regional councillor, Schultz swept into power in 2015 after stealing away the seat from the Conservatives. The riding has more than 86,000 eligible voters. Schultz is surprised at the number of residents who are still undecided. I definitely thought by now people would have made up their minds. So I think they, they just want to do their due diligence. And I, I'm, I think that's great because I think people are taking the time. And I, I do appreciate that because I think when people do take the time and they look at the different platforms, they're going to see the stark differences. And that's going to help them to decide. Schultz believes the Liberals have delivered on some important promises, like reducing the unemployment rate to the lowest it's been in 40 years. She adds another term in Ottawa would give the Liberals a chance to deliver on more promises, like the ones outlined in the party's platform. Now we're raising the old age security up 10%, and maternity and parental benefits are going to be tax-free. Cell phone uh, companies are, are making the highest profits and doing the best here in Canada because of the lack of competition. So we're going to be moving forward and uh, working towards uh, the 25% reduction in people's cell, cell bills, and I think that's huge. King Vaughan is a unique riding. Issues in the south of the riding can be significantly different than those in the north. For one, congestion is one of the biggest issues in the southern parts, whereas Internet connectivity is the dominating problem in the north. I brought uh, two, $2.8 million into York Region to help improve broadband, and I'm working in the next term to make sure that we get all of King and the north part of on. On, onto broadband and, uh, and be able to, to get that problem solved because we can't get the economic uh, success in the riding without better broadband. And in some areas, they don't even have cell coverage because of the topography of the areas. Green candidate Anne Rainey says her party also recognizes the challenges residents face due to a lack of proper connectivity. We have broadband issues all over Canada. And uh, that is something also the Greens want to step up the funding for and get that done. Rainey emphasizes that while the Greens are focused on the environment and climate change, the party's platform covers a wide range of issues. If elected, Rainey says... We will be moving toward uh, electrifying the grid, getting um, public transit infrastructure built, uh, electric buses in the rural area, regional LRT within the regions, and uh, rapid transit between regions. Uh, Maple is, is requiring to have a light rail transit, a rapid transit, and reaching out to farther areas. And um, that should take cars off the road more and more as we improve 
the efficiency for people to go fast and safely to home and work. Universal child care is another issue the Greens plan to tackle. The Greens will also be making tax cuts to larger companies that have a big building and have a good number of employees. And if they make a little room available, a little space available in their building for child care, they will get a tax credit. People can take the child and commute with them to work, therefore spending more time with the child and be at work. Conservative candidate Anna Roberts, who spent three decades in the financial sector, is especially concerned about affordability and the housing crisis. In a video created for her campaign, she says, quote, reckless government spending and the deficit are major issues in her writing. Broadband connectivity, transit, congestion and climate change are just some of the issues facing voters in King Vaughan. Once again, Deb Schultz is running for the Liberals. She is up against Anna Roberts of the Conservative Party, Emilio Bernardo Cedillo for the NDP. Anne Rainey is representing the Green Party and Anton Strachik for the PPC. You're listening to a special election edition of The Feed on 105.9 The Region with a look inside the ridings close to home. Galit Solomon with the candidates and the issues in Pickering-Uxbridge. And the airport in various parts of the city is is a big issue for some. With 86,000 eligible voters, one of the most contentious issues in the riding of Pickering-Uxbridge is the development of a proposed international airport. Pickering was pegged for the project in the late 60s and early 70s. The riding's 2019 NDP candidate, Eileen Higdon, has been campaigning for several months and says she is hearing from voters who are adamant about ensuring that the proposed airport project doesn't take off. They, they don't like being the idea of being in a flight path of any um, airline approach or takeoff. And neither does she. Another issue for me is very important is no airport. An airport in Pickering would pave more and more farmland. And I support the report from Land Over Landings on agriculture and agritourism as an alternative to an airport. We need an airport in, uh, in uh, Pickering. A sharp contrast in opinion from the People's Party of Canada candidate in the riding, Cornelio Chisu. We need uh, an airport because the, uh, an airport is bringing uh, industries, is bringing, uh, you know, jobs in, in that area. And also we have uh, enough place for agriculture too, but you know the agricultural products need to be transported somewhere on the market. So if you have an airport, this is a bonus. Chisu is a former member of parliament. He served as a conservative MP between 2011 and 2015 in the riding of Pickering Scarborough East. He ran again as a candidate in 2015 when his riding boundaries were redrawn but lost by a large margin to the Liberal candidate Jennifer O'Connell, who was seeking re-election in 2019. O'Connell served as parliamentary secretary to the Minister of Finance under Trudeau. She is also a former regional councillor for the city of Pickering. And running on behalf of the Conservatives in Pickering-Uxbridge is Seema Musarat. Her top priority is job creation. We reached out to Musarat and O'Connell for interviews but did not hear back. Meanwhile, Higdon points to a number of other issues that are significant within her riding. Um, affordability um, of houses 
and the cost of education and the cost of um, the climate change. She would also like to see the minimum wage raise to $15 an hour, interest rates on student loans dropped, and a clear plan of action for climate change and the environment. And I really want to stand up and fight to get the carbon emissions dropped. Canada is warming at one degree faster than the rest of the world. We have to take note and we have to be realistic. On the topic of job creation, Chisu says... It's important to bring high-tech in this area, mostly if you are seeing that the General Motors uh, is closing and, uh, you know, we are leaving many workers without any kind of jobs. So the solution is not to improve the time of unemployment insurance or employment insurance. It is to, to, to give these people and their families an opportunity to have jobs and high-paid jobs. Job creation, affordability, and the Pickering Airport are just some of the issues on the minds of voters in the riding of Pickering-Uxbridge. Once again, Jennifer O'Connell is the candidate for the Liberal Party. Sima Musarat is running on behalf of the Conservatives. Eileen Higdon for the NDP, Peter Forand for the Greens, and Cornelio Chisu for the Conservatives. This is the feed on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez. Remember, if you missed any part of our special election edition of the show, go to our website, 1059theregion.com, for a replay. We move now to the riding of Markham Thornhill. And what are some of the top issues in your riding that have been impacted by federal politics? I have no idea. As we head into the home stretch, it appears many Canadians are unsure about who they will vote for come Monday, largely because they are unclear on the issues. As of yet, I'm completely unsure, but I'm doing all I can to get more knowledgeable on the election so I can make a worthwhile decision. 105.9 The Region has been doing some homework on behalf of voters in York Region's 10 local ridings. Taking a closer look at Markham Thornhill, it's a riding that was created in 2012 during the federal electoral boundaries redistribution and came into effect when the writ dropped for the 2015 election. More than 70,000 residents are eligible to vote in this riding. Liberal candidate and incumbent Mary Ng is seeking re-election. But a re-elected Liberal government is going to help seniors by adding 10% to the old age security when uh, a senior turns 75. We're also going to add 25% to the survivor's benefit. We're going to help students get access to grants. We're going to increase those student uh, grants by 40%, helping with affordability. So a re-elected Liberal government is going to ban assault uh, rifles, and we're also going to give tools to cities so that they can do more to restrict or to ban handguns. Meanwhile, Thornhill Conservative candidate Alex Yuen, who has been campaigning for nearly a year now, says voters are increasingly asking for his lawn signs. And some of them, they have shared with me that they were uh, Liberal supporters before. They say no longer another term uh, with uh, Justin Trudeau Liberal as, uh, as the leader. Yuen explains one of the top concerns he hears about while campaigning in his writing is crime. Brick and enter, you know, um, many of them have saying that, you know, uh, my neighbor or even themselves, uh, the house been broken into. For the Conservative Party, we want to toughen the law and order, specifically to the gang members who use a gun for violent crime. The Conservative Party want to make sure those gang members who do serious crime, number one, no more bail, and also heavy sentence has to impose. Peter Remedios represents the People's Party of Canada. We're going 
giving uh, an alternative to the other major parties out there. The PPC has been criticized for its right-wing views, especially on the issue of immigration, views that Remedios vigorously defends. And we are quite concerned about uh, the immigration policy that we currently have in place. So we've, we're bringing in uh, three times on a per capita basis the number of immigrants that other countries, such as the United States, do. And the impact of that is significant. So as you can see, there's greater congestion, there's greater impact on uh, housing prices and rents. There is greater impact on social services, including wait times. Meanwhile, Green Party candidate Chris Williams, who is a teacher by profession and emphasizes that he is not a politician, says voters in his writing are concerned about having to vote strategically. We know that we have to tackle this climate crisis first and foremost. They're worried about, uh, you know, not being able to follow their heart and their values. And where I'm hearing that they're really worried about climate change, and the potential climate crisis, uh, they're still, you know, feeling like they have to hang on to the vote for the traditional party. From crime and public safety to seniors, affordability and post-secondary education, there are a number of important issues voters in Markham Thornhill must consider. Once again, the liberal candidate in the riding is Mary Ng. She is up against Alex Yuen of the Conservatives, Paul Sabas of the NDP, Chris Williams of the Green Party, and Peter Remedios with the PPC. You're listening to a special election edition of The Feed on 105.9, the region where we share stories, issues, and events from the ridings across York Region, including Markham Unionville. I think that the biggest problem right now would be to stabilize the economy. Climate is a very big deal. Having some kind of a vision for beyond four years from now would be my, my number one. Things like climate change, things like the economy, things like diversification, indigenous affairs. With nearly 83,000 eligible voters, the riding of Markham Unionville has no shortage of issues to deal with. Officially founded in 2004, Markham Unionville was a liberal stronghold until 2015, when conservative Bob Soroya captured 49% of the votes and became the MP. He is running for re-election in 2019. When it comes to the top issues in his riding, Soroya lists them as follows. Number one is crime. Number two is the drugs. Number three, immigration. Number four, balance the books. Number five, ethics. On the topic of crime, Soroya says... So many issues happen with the break-in, with robberies, uh, carjacking, uh, even the kidnapping took place. Soroya is referring to an abduction that happened back in July when Markham student Wan Zhen Lu was kidnapped. Lu was located three days later in Gravenhurst, and four people are now facing charges. The Liberal Party says it will ban assault rifles as part of its plan to combat crime in urban areas. Justin Trudeau met with area mayors in Markham when he unveiled his plan earlier this month. Meanwhile, taxes topped the list of hot-button issues in Markham Unionville for the People's Party of Canada candidate Sarah Chung. PPC is proposing 10% for business tax. No capital gain tax. Ordinary people... Uh, we propose maximum of 25% tax only. So for if you earn 100000 and below, your tax bracket will be 15%, just flat tax, no other boutique taxes. And then if you are, your income is above 100000 you will go into the 25% tax bracket and that's it, that's the cap. 
Chung would also like to see a ban on edible cannabis products. Quebec province has already banned cannabis edible. I think um, Ontario and especially my writing should ban that too. And when it comes to education, local candidate Alvin Coe says the Greens will make it a free public service. We know that uh, post-secondary education is sort of the um, baseline, get your foot into the door for a career now where um, that wasn't the case. So because it is an essential thing that young people need to have, uh, we want to make sure that we equip uh the future workforce. With issues that include combating crime, post-secondary education and taxes, voters in Markham Thornhill have a lot to consider. Once again, the conservative candidate for Markham Unionville is Bob Soroya. He is up against Alan Ho for the Liberals, Alvin Coe for the Greens, Gregory Hines representing the NDP, and Sarah Chung for the PPC. Our last stop on this special federal election edition of The Feed, news anchor Galit Solomon takes us to Newmarket, Aurora. A high-profile race is underway in the federal riding of Newmarket, Aurora, between a former mayor and a former MP. And it's shaping up to be one of York Region's ridings to watch. Former Conservative MP Lois Brown, who served from 2008 to 2015, and Liberal candidate Tony Van Bynen, who was the mayor of Newmarket for 12 years, are both vying for the seat. Brown was defeated by Liberal Kyle Peterson in the last federal election. Peterson is not running in 2019. Affordability is one of the issues that I hear regularly. Brown says she has knocked on over 24,000 doors in her writing and the cost of living is one of the issues that has surfaced time and time again. She shares this example of how it's impacting residents. I spoke to a lady when I was in the north part of Aurora who said to me that she now spends more on her groceries for four people in the house than she does on her mortgage. She is concerned about how carbon tax is going to continue to impact that budget for her, for her food, for her family. The cost of living also makes the Liberals' top issues list. I would say the three main things that are coming forward in these conversations are concerns about the environment, cost of living, and cuts. More than 83,000 people are eligible to vote in Newmarket Aurora. The unemployment rate is lower than the 3.6% national average, and the average family income is $97,000. NDP candidate Yvonne Kelly agrees that the housing crisis and cost of living in her writing has shot through the roof. Her party's solution? We have a, a plan to uh, start investing uh, a significant amount of money uh, to build 500,000 new affordable housing units over the first 10 years. Another issue that's top of mind, according to Brown of the Conservatives, is the deficit. People are very concerned about the debt that the Trudeau Liberals have continued to pile on Canadian taxpayers. We have seen four years of never-ending deficits. We currently spend more money on interest on our debt than we do on our military program for a full year. That's concerning. And the people of Newmarket Aurora know that we must get this under control and we, they want a government that is going to live within its means. 
The liberal candidate, however, says his government is not spending frivolously, but rather investing in people and communities with initiatives like the Canadian Child Tax Benefit Program. That's a tax-free uh, program, and uh, we will be increasing that by 15%. That program has taken over 900,000 people out of poverty, including 300,000 children. Professional engineer and Green Party candidate Walter Bauer brings up the hot-button issue of immigration and refugees, sharing his personal experience with a Syrian family that came to Canada in search of a brighter future. I was part of a sponsor group that um, sponsored a Syrian family, and um, we initially sponsored them about uh, two years ago now, and they're doing well. They, they both got jobs. Uh, regarding immigration, um, Canada's uh, population growth uh, with respect to uh, births is insufficient to um, to cover um, retirements and um, and uh, growth in the country. So we need immigration. On the topic of health care, the NDP candidate says if her party is elected, dental plans for families will be a priority. Immediately, we will introduce a dental plan for families who don't have coverage who are currently um, earning $70,000 of household income or less. From housing affordability to health care, immigration and climate change, voters in the riding of Newmarket Aurora are in for an exciting race. Once again, the candidate representing the Conservative Party is Lois Brown. Tony Van Bynen is running for the Liberals. Yvonne Kelly for the NDP. The Green Party candidate is Walter Bauer and Andrew McCoffrey is running on behalf of the People's Party of Canada. One last reminder, polls are open from 9.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. on Monday. Plenty of opportunity for you to participate in democracy and determining the shape of Canada's 43rd Parliament. Get out and vote. That's our show for this week. If you missed any part of the feed, head over to our website, 1059theregion.com. I'm Tina Cortez. Thanks for listening.